You're listening to Redemption Cast Season 3, Episode 19, The Price, with an I. The hotel is overrun with parasitic creatures that are the byproduct of Dark Force's Angel Conjured trying to rescue his son. Robin. I'm Stephanie. This is Kimberly. And I'm Illyrio. Hey! Welcome to Redemption Cast. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> and happy St. Patty's. It been? It's been How long a while. It been five weeks? Um, what, nah. since we recorded? About a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, we yeah. had a lot of catching up to do, so people got like, I'm sorry to overload your iPhones or other accessories, but, uh, uh, we're caught up now, and we should stay caught up mm-hmm. as long as I don't suddenly get really busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Season 3, Episode 19, we're a- a- getting towards the end of Season 3 with this episode, The Price, which is uh, um, which is cool. We've we got some things that are happening, and we'll get into them. Um, any, any uh, you guys want to do... Um, First impressions, which means uh, your first reactions about the end, or do you want to get to that I'll point? Say, I'll say now what I said in the pre-show, which is, um, so did Joss Whedon write the last 30 seconds of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is written well, by Well, I David just kind of screamed out. This is my exact reaction. Ah, who's the kid? Oh, it's Angel's kid. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what, when you realized that it was... Peter uh, Pete Campbell from Mad Men. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's Vinnie Carthizer, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> get it, got it, good. Now, then, do, you, yeah. do you know him from Mad Men? Or yes, I know him from I know him from like really shitty teen movies in the nineties, and <laughs> and then from Mad Men. So I was like, I know him as Vinnie Carthizer before I know him. Vinnie, <laughs> huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's when he changed his name when he grew up to Vincent. Vincent. Uh, yeah, he's Vincent uh, in in the, this episode and perhaps more. Um, well, uh, but here's the thing. You can't have a baby in a show. Babies ruin shows. Yeah. Everybody knows that. So Talk they had me. to do – and, you know, you, it's a supernatural show. You have to do something to – Speed up time and... And everybody knows from Buffy Season 6, which was airing at this time, that teenage characters always work. Uh-huh. They're always accepted with love and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to say, this is the point where I ha- I have to uh, shed one one little tear that Gabby isn't with us. Because I know Gabby watched Mad Men and I knew it when we were first getting started with this podcast and I was thinking to myself all this time like oh man yeah, we wait were really she looking forward to that. that Pete Campbell is on this show <laughs> <laughs> but uh alright well shall we get into the recap oh yeah alright so uh, Team Angel is renovating the Hyperion <laughs> uh, we learn things about I love Gru so much <laughs> <laughs> we learned some yeah, things about great. him, right? Yeah, he he's got a good color sense. 
that his mother's <laughs> name was, was, what was his mother's name? Pomegranate. 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 Yeah. And he can't read the word purple. <laughs> <laughs> Something weird about that. Um, his mother's name is Pomegranate, but yet he doesn't like the color that her name is associated with. What, the color purple? No. Uh, no, he liked... It's like pomegranate Oh, no, he did Oh, no, he did Oh, no, he did It's a great movie. Why would he not like it? He likes Sunburst Splendor. Yeah, that Sunburst Splendor was more, you know, it was more for a champion. Yes. I'm sorry. The whole premise of the scene is the best. I love it. It really works with Gru. He sells it so straight. It's great. Uh, the gang thinks Angel needs a fresh start with some new colors, but Angel gets hung up on a snow globe that he bought for Connor. And I'm sorry, Robin. Yeah. When you had an infant child, did you buy her a snow globe? <laughs> um, you know, something breakable. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, one of... I, 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 yeah, I did get one of those i think while i was traveling but that's about it and i think it was because it was like wizard of oz and it was more like a tornado globe (laughs) than anything that's awesome i don't know uh but there is a call out to some early buffy here did you guys catch that concerning the Mm. snow globe no yeah angel says it never snows in southern california and cordy said it did once yep yeah and i was i remember i don't remember I mean, episode where it snowed. Um, Angel's sure. about to kill himself, and Buffy goes to talk to him right when the sun's about to rise. And instead of no, the sun coming out, the clouds are there, and it starts snowing, and it's Christmas time. And Buffy and Angel are able to walk through the streets during the day because it was it was snowing. Aww. I don't remember at all. And there was a one eight hundred collect commercial that was uh, <laughs> played during that time. <laughs> and it was it was like the the first. Uh, Appearance of the first. Yep, the first before before we knew oh, what the yeah. first was because it was like He's trying to guilt Angel I, into killing himself. Kim, you're just remember about a lifetime ago. No, remember. <laughs> <laughs> like I've blocked, I've blocked it out. I don't remember. It's, it's gone right. from my memory. I'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's popping it in towards Christmas time. A character considering uh-huh. killing himself and being saved by Christmas is always fun. It's it always mm-hmm. happens at Christmas time. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Uh, yep. Uh, so anyway, anybody watching the front desk? So we see uh, <laughs> Philip Spivey, a guy that lost his dog. He shows up and gets invaded orally. By a oh, see-through damn. slug. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> How else was am I supposed gross. to say? <laughs> it was pretty gross. There was a lot of um, jellyfish fear phobia stuff happening with me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bug-like things, and I'm especially not a big fan of squishy things. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was translucent. Yeah, no thank you. Mm, nope. <laughs> uh, Angel comes down to help the guy. Um, but the guy says that we have to go. Um, mm-hmm. So Angel really wants a new case. He thinks that the ring around the lobby might be freaking out the muggles. So um, <laughs> Cordy wants to know what voodoo he dooded in the lobby and why didn't he call her. And, I don't like that word muggles. Oh. Right. What's the one they had? The, I, the American version of Muggles for Fantastic Beasts. Maybe like that. It was horrible. I don't know. What's Fantastic Beasts? It's the, uh, uh, the new movie set in the Potter universe, but in America. 
uh-huh. and they had different words for things that they already had words for, like muggles. That's lame. Shit, I that's really lame. You mean yeah. like you mean like the others? <laughs> and um... <laughs> others? Sorry, others. <laughs> others, others, others. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say Academy Award winning uh, Fantastic Beasts I wanted to find them um, <laughs> So uh, Guys, did you watch the Oscars? Okay, no, oh I yes, we did It was crazy It was amazing Guys What happened? Can I tell you, I went to bed to sleep at 11.30 Eastern time here What? So I didn't see the whole debacle Because yeah, I, I was it. so tired <laughs> And then I set my So I set my, my PVR, DVR, whatever you guys call it to, to go until like 12.15. So right before they <laughs> make the announcement for Best Picture, it cuts out. I'm like, ah, oh, mother effort. I had three people call me when dead of sleep to be like, did you see that? I'm like, I'm asleep. Call me in the morning. And then when I watched it, I was like, of course. Of course I miss it. But I, d- I caught up and I was like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> Guys. It was crazy. Guys. Let's discuss for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fun thing is, is that uh, this episode will come out soon enough that people will be like, oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> Other than all the Olympics talk I had to edit out of the last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm not. Oh my god, no. <laughs> it's fine. But anyway, though the best part was like Illyria, like going, "I'll edit this out." No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I was shocked Sorry. that Moonlight won because everybody was just, uh, you know, had just accepted the fact that La La Land was going to win because yep. Hollywood yeah. loves itself so much. Yeah. But yeah, Moonlight. It's a. I couldn't believe that such a artistic movie won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it I saw? A, a, a black movie won Best Picture, and there wasn't slavery or a maid in it. Yeah, right. yeah. fucking fantastic is what that is. Yeah. Right. Okay, enough Oscars yeah. talk. We've lost a viewer. <sighs> Come back. <laughs> Who um, cares? <laughs> uh, all right. So at the juice bar, Spivey isn't looking too good. He drank like a hundred peach smoothies, and where's it all going? <laughs> Uh, it's like, man, you haven't peed since you've been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to see anybody's been here for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you, think, you think they'd call the police after maybe the first hour? What was the guy paying? <laughs> he was paying. He yeah, was paying, he was yeah. Paying. Then he ran out of money. He ran out. He, and he, he went out his credit money. card. Yeah. They would Did you guys see his credit his, card, by the way? He took out his, his advisor card. <laughs> literally. <laughs> he gets with the wallet. Just, oh, yeah, it was the paper insert visa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was so weird. I'm like, do you really expect us to think that's a real card? <laughs> that was the best. I love it. That's hilarious. That wonderful. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. It's, um, so the manager tells him to leave, but he tosses the manager and yells at the young clerk for water. We're thirsty. Transition to the Wolfram and Hart water cooler. For some reason, every time we go yeah, to the Wolfram yeah. and Hart, they're drinking. <laughs> they did a couple of those, uh, little on the nose jump cuts this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they're like, no one's going to walk in. Cut to guy walks in. Yeah. We're thirsty. Cut yeah. to water filter <laughs> or water jug. But anyways, perfect. Yep, yep. Uh, Gavin just found out about Angel trying to smother Wesley, which is great because uh, when he goes dark, he's going to be on their side. And Lala remind, reminds him of the wine cellar incident 
one year ago, or in Redemption Cast time, May 20th, 2013. <laughs> 2013? Yeah, that's the date oh, that we talked. That, that episode was... Wait a minute. What disgusting, you guys. May, What's the date? May 20th, 2013. Oh, okay. May 20th? 2013. Is that your birthday stuff? Yeah, that was my like my 40th birthday. Aw, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing recording a podcast? Well, no, no, it was released on that day. So oh. maybe it was a present from Illyrio. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> happy birthday to me. Uh... Lila has racked up even more darkness points on her watch, and Gavin looks miffed that she's doing so well. They kind of split up, go with their separate yeah, ways. They, they say, can we stop feigning now? Yeah. Pretending to be nice to each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you have a workplace, like imagine a workplace where everybody's devious and trying to <laughs> get ahead. I mean, they are literally evil people were trying to work together. Are you talking about a car uh-huh. dealership? Probably. <laughs> a car dealership or someplace like that. Uh, Worst place to work. Everyone I know who's worked at a car dealership wanted to either murder people or kill themselves after. Yeah. Or murder their wife. Be a terrible job. And uh, or kidnap their wife and have uh, two hapless uh, 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 kidnappers take her. And... All right, let's just Really going far for a Fargo joke, and I'm sorry. I was stupid. Okay. Anyway, Fred is... Go ahead. The makeup on that guy was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Looking all crackly. Gross. Like, you could just, you know, he he was just looking more and more dry. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like the pig in Angry Birds. (laughs) Uh, I watched that that movie. I thought that would land a little bit. I watched that movie, and I don't remember that. The piggies, they have, like, they look really crusty and dry, like they're made of stone. Oh, really? Maybe, it's just, maybe that's just the app. Oh, I thought Anyways. you meant the movie. you got to clean your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is longing for Never things mind. to get back to normal, and Gunn tells her there is no chance. Uh, because uh, <laughs> since uh, if he ever actually even brought Connor through the door, Angel might still murder him. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Cordy's ready to give up on cleaning the pentagram and cover it with a rug. And Fred tries to talk her into getting Angel to forgive Wesley, and she says, can't, won't. And says that Angel's her priority, which makes Gru look a little sad when he hears that. Aww. <laughs> Rui, he totally broke my heart this episode. <laughs> yeah. You know, we know that Cordelia was talking about... Angel is her priority over Wesley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just didn't have anything to do with Gru, but mm-hmm. is, is Gru seeing other things? I don't also? think Gru understands it. And then later on, like, he kind of, like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. When she goes, whatever. Because <laughs> early, on, early on in the episode, we have a scene with uh, Angel and Cordy where. She has forced him to talk about mm-hmm. his feelings, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's a really good scene. And then she, because she was like, "You've got they end, they both ended up spilling their emotions to yeah. each uh-huh. other." Yeah, that she actually like, felt guilty that she wasn't around, and she has all these weird demon powers now, <laughs> all this untapped demon potential. Yeah, mm-hmm. and does she have like a connection to Angel that she can never have with Gru? Because right. Gru's a he's a sweetie, he's cute, he's adorable, but is that enough? Uh huh. 
so Cordy has a, a vision in a different way this time. Just all of a sudden, she's it. it her everything kind of. I don't know. It doesn't really fade out. It just all of a sudden she switches to another reality where she sees Angel being thrown across the floor and then uh-huh. quickly comes back around. And there's no warning. There's no pain. It's just suddenly a vision, which is uh, interesting. It could, it's kind of confusing the way it's shot, but because um, suddenly like Lauren walks in, you know, and it's like, what, what, what just happened there? I actually had to rewind it again. Um, and uh, yeah, trouble at the juice bar. And at the juice bar, Spivey is cracking up, literally. Um, <laughs> but Angel punches him out, and then he brings him back over to the Hyperion. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Angel's super happy they've got a case. He's happy to focus on the people. Work Something. People. Yeah. Anything. Um, Cordy wants to talk about her vision, but he's like, I'm always in danger. What? 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 <laughs> Um, Is anyone else not duped out that that's Gru? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Inner vision. What? It's obviously not Angel. You don't think that's Angel? Not a heart. Like not a, not even for a second. Oh, really? I thought it was. No, it's totally Gru. Could it be a stunt person? <laughs> no, it's Gru it dressed like Angel because he's. <laughs> He's jealous that Cordy gets Angel's priority prioritized attention. Mm. Come on, it's so easy, guys. <laughs> honestly, uh, I could. I wish I could remember. I, I yeah, honestly I don't remember. You <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I wasn't. I wasn't faked out for a second. Anyways, well, we'll continue. S- we will. We'll, we'll try to remember that. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm only saying it because they bash it over our heads 15 million times. She's like, it's obviously you. <laughs> like, come on. Anyways, go on. Um, Not my first time at the rodeo, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Spivey, then. I know, it's bad. When you watch so much television and you get so used to all the tropes, you can, you can see things coming from a a mile away. Yeah, I just hope that I'm wrong, guys, so that you can play this back and be like, I told you so. And I'll be like, yeah, you guys did tell me so. I, I Let's don't. go back to six months ago <laughs> when we recorded our last episode. Uh, uh, so Spivey stands up, points at Angel and says that it's all his fault and then falls to a heap of dust. And then a that little was a slug cool effect. I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll so when one of our guys gets infected with the slug, there will be a ticking clock. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh no, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. So Team Angel loads up because this isn't a stand. This ain't a stand-up fight. It's a bug hunt. Ha ha! I'll R- be right back. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, this is the second appearance of Thumogenesis in the Buffy verse. The first time was when Buffy was resurrected at the beginning of season six episode Afterlife. Thumogenesis was invoked because the resurrection spell was severely dark magic. Mm-hmm. So when Angel used dark magic, why do they say it with an S? <laughs> I guess just to be different. Because magic. Yeah. Stand out. Magic is like deer, right? Like plural is the same as singular. Right? As a, I don't know. It just drives me crazy when I hear magic. Yeah. I just think about it like it maybe it's like a medieval term or something, you know, old English mm-hmm. 
turn mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that. So magic is like a card trick. Magics. That's got some supernatural stuff involved. You get that K in there. Sure. It looks all sorts of creepy. <laughs> Magics. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So um, Fred cleans up Spivey with a dust buster. <laughs> <laughs> and is awkwardly put into the research position. Poor Fred. Oh. Um, so they're making Fred very damsel and distressy this episode. Like, like, did y'all pick up on it early on that she's very fearful? <clears throat> she's very creeped out and she's scaredy pants. <laughs> I find she's always like that. So oh, okay, so it wasn't out of character. I just find she's like that because Gunn is always trying to protect her and. I, I think it's a contrast to Cordelia because they kind of alluded to it twice where um, Cordelia's like, oh, sorry for me defending myself. And then <laughs> and then even Angel said to Gru, hey, damsel in distress, you know what to do. And he's like, oh, okay. And I, I get to actually take care of someone because my girlfriend won't let me take care of her. I think yeah. he's probably having that feeling, so he feels a sense of purpose. So I, with... with um, but also because Amy Acker, she's so petite and frail looking mm-hmm. that, that you know, even though she, you know, later on probably she's going to have an episode where she kicks major ass, mm-hmm. which will be great. But um, I just, I've i always felt like she's been the damsel-esque, in this, you know, because Buffy is full of these super strong females. Mm-hmm. So, that, anyways. I went on a tangent there. No, it's fine. Yeah, I just, we're in this. We're in an episode with this creepy hotel full of these creepy little alien things that, where they they look like a clear version of the face huggers from Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. and, and of course, they also jump on your face, but instead of being just attached to your face, they crawl down your throat, which is Blech. gosh, what is worse. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was that movie? Oh God, I sound like my mother. What was that movie with oh, Elijah Wood and Josh Hartnett when they the were like in high school and then the the faculty? That's what this movie, this episode reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they had those parasites that went inside the teachers or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they needed water to survive. Was that a Kevin Williamson movie? Uh, I want to say yes. So. It's something around that. I'm pretty sure X Files people were involved too, like Glenn Morgan. Maybe I'm not uh-huh. sure. Oh, I okay. can't remember. Um, so uh, Lauren and Angel are paired up, searching the fifth floor, and Angel refuses to feel bad about messing with the dark magics. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they find a slug uh, drinking from a toilet tank. And Angel gets it with Ew. a thrown dagger, but it hey, hey, it was free. drinking from the tank, not from the bowl. Yeah, so, just, yeah that's just as clean gross. water. It's clean water. Just as disgusting. <laughs> but it gets free. So, uh, meanwhile, in the lobby, Fred is feeling overwhelmed and underqualified, and Gunn just tells her to try harder. It's no more Wesley. <laughs> Suck it up. I can't do this. Obviously, I'm the muscle. <laughs> so you got to be the brain. Yeah. What'd you guys think about that whole thing? I was Gun like, is a doofus. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess we have to pull it together, but I don't know. I'm I'm a fixer. Like, <laughs> if, uh-huh. if my significant other is feeling frustrated with something that she, you know, doesn't feel 
that she can do, I would probably try my best to. I mean, unless it involves taxes. I can't do taxes, so. Hmm. <laughs> um, meanwhile, a couple more slugs drop through the portal over the, the pentagram. Pentagram. Anyway, uh, I want to get a job in IT at Wolfram and Hart because apparently uh, Lila's email is encrypted with a password that she forgets, but luckily her pet tarantula knows. No, it's like I think- change the password every time and only the tarantula is told. <laughs> I think that's so cool. That's so imaginative. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Really? Oh, I think it was... Like so unusual. It's a bit. I think it's so stupid. It's a bit more like <laughs> Harry Potterish. Just put kind in the thing. password. Like, I don't know. Put in the password. You save. You save two minutes. That you could be spending somewhere else. <laughs> but so now is this the part where? Uh, yeah, Gavin talks about thermogenesis. And and now Gavin is telling her that Angel might die and she would look bad. Yep. And he's a bit cheerier than he was before. <laughs> because he wants to see her fail. Mm, yep. Uh, meanwhile, back at the hotel, Gru asked Cordy why she said Angel was her only priority. And Cordy says it's just a work thing. And Gru suddenly looks like he's about to murder Cordy. But there's a slug <laughs> behind her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm getting tired of that trope. Yeah. Especially when there are episodes of this show where... Uh, like Billy, where Gunn and uh, Wesley were chasing Fred all over the hotel, trying to kill her. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, the team gets back together in the lobby, and it's, they re- recognize there's multiple slugs, and they decide, let's make this extra creepy by killing the lights, because they glow in the dark. <sighs> <laughs> I, I Okay, mm-hmm. I'll be up front. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. But there was so much of it that was just like, I roll. <laughs> I roll. You guys, like Kim said, spend your money on something else, man. Like, uh-huh. they didn't have to do all of these. They didn't have to hit all these things and push all of these buttons and flick all these switches. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, Robin. I wouldn't try to pun with you around. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just, it was, it was, <sighs> I was rolling my eyes a lot. Uh, yeah, there was the whole gun tipping, tiptoeing into the basement because <laughs> yeah. Angels basically said, yeah, that's your job. You have to go turn the lights off. And uh, yeah. And then there's Fred sitting by herself by lantern lights. And why is she by herself? It's because gun is somewhere else for some reason. Um, but that's long enough for a slug to get into her mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, gun comes back and Fred is scared for him. And that's when she cracks open the snow globe and takes a drink from it. And that is some good drinking. Have you ever seen the X-Files episode, Dodd-Com? Yep. Snow globes. <laughs> Delicious. Um, don't drink that water, kids. <laughs> don't do that. Seriously. Right. Don't drink that water. <laughs> Plus, like, how do you not ingest all those fake, fake, like, fake snowflakes? Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of snowflakes, how y'all doing with that new president? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're thirsty. Uh, And in the south wing, where no one ever goes, the other four are hearing some weird screeches. And Gunn brings Fred to them. And Fred warns them, don't let us leave the hotel. It will spread. And it really doesn't like Angel. (laughs) <laughs> really, like so, you. 
That was funny. Did anybody else think that they were going to find uh, pterodactyls with those screeches? <laughs> no. Funny enough, I just watched Rodan it's the other be night. Dinosaurs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dinosaur train. But hello, no one. Well, are, yeah. you, are you referencing the kitchen scene from Jurassic Park? Or? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm referencing, referencing the kids' show, Dinosaur Train. Nope. <laughs> are you serious? You don't know it? No, sorry. It's nope. awesome. He has a is, little is, T-Rex who was adopted by a family of pterodactyls. It's so cute. <laughs> How is this they where they're along? in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. This, okay, the DVD commentary says that uh, the kitchen scene uh, was shot in the Ambassador Hotel. <laughs> Uh, in the kitchen area that Robert F. Kennedy passed through right before he was shot. Jeez. Oh, yep. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, For 20 points, shot and killed by? Uh, so, uh, so, so, so. The guy in the X-Files. No. A, it's a name that he has two <laughs> names. It's a name so twice, they named him twice. Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan Sirhan, yeah. Wasn't he shot by the smoking man? Yeah, yeah obviously. That's the real. Well, that was JFK. Oh, you're right. We're talking about the little brother. I think the they hotel. implied that yes. smoking man killed everybody. And really? So uh-huh. At least saw him kill Martin Luther King. I'm, it's, I'm assuming Bobby Kennedy was on the list. My favorite alternative telling of the JFK assassination is the one from Red Dwarf. Oh, yeah? Where JFK actually goes back in time and kills himself from the grassy knoll. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, because his timeline he survives and the and nuclear war happens and it's the worst <laughs> that's pretty awesome for a British comedy set in space mm-hmm. and the future um, what else uh, gun this is when gun uh, freaks uh, out what you right, stuff Kimberly left oh what she's back she's she's back sorry guys welcome okay. back that was weird you guys just cut out and then I try I'm like hello <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, I was like, oh, forget it. Uh, so this is when Gun freaks out, wants to bring Fred to the hospital, and blames Angel for messing with the dark magics with a K, and uh-huh. uh, says his son is dead and Fred is not, and Angel is about to go fisticuffs with Gun, but then they realize the sound is coming from under the floorboards and. They pull up the floorboards, and apparently there's a pool underneath this place. Uh, a question. Couldn't they just go to the floor underneath? Underneath what floor? Well, because there's a pool in uh, under that floor. Couldn't they just go downstairs? Well, and also, but it, looked, it looked like there was. it was only like three or four inches off the top of the pool, so it looked like there's no way to oh, get down. Is it like It's a Wonderful Life where yeah. – on the on the ship or whatever? No, on the ba- the basketball court covers the pool. Yeah, you guys, a, you guys remember, that was the best part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. the dance contest. Yeah. Hey, is that movie like six hours long, or does it just feel that way because of all? Of, it's so full of awesome stuff. I think it's about two. Because man, I remember watching that movie as a kid, and it's like it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> I loved every second. Or I thought it was like a four or five, six hour long movie or something. It was great. <laughs> But uh, if you have a pool of water in a building covered up for years, don't you think that would be bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is it, is it stink through those floorboards? Or <laughs> yeah, like mold and mildew and yeah. rotting wood and Ugh. just all kinds of things growing in that. So, but it was it was glowing. So I'm thinking it would clean itself. 
I think it was glowing because those things were. <laughs> yeah, they were happy. Oh, they turned right. on with their oh, bioluminescence. Nice. All right, all right. <laughs> um, so justified. Uh, <laughs> so they barricade themselves in the kitchen. That's where we go to the kitchen. Um, as the slugs start sticking to the glass around them, the glass in the doors, and it's looking very much like aliens. Um, Angel decides to turn on the stoves to scare them away with all the dryness, and Fred screams, a gun is missing. Meanwhile, Lila is gathering the Orkin men to attack the hotel. Yeah, because you would think that it would be uh, Fred to go talk, to reach out to Wesley, because she just, it's really bothered her that Wesley's not around. It's bothering her that Wesley's not a part of the group anymore. Yeah. But uh, it's surprising that it's Gunn that goes to Wesley. Mm-hmm. But he's so desperate to save his love, Fred, that he will he will go to uh, the outcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, at Wolfram and Hart, Gavin says that Linwood is happy to let Angel Investigations die. And that Lila- was one hell of a scene. That that was. All the Linwood Lila stuff, uh, the 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 Gavin, Gavin. Lila stuff was amazing. <laughs> Especially this scene. This scene for me was, <clears throat> I'm gonna be a dick because <laughs> I I told you he wasn't reachable, but I reached him because I have this special number. He didn't get. Oh, he didn't give you the number. <laughs> oh, you, you don't have the private cell number. Hmm. <laughs> He likes me more than you. And just <laughs> over and over. He says, you're going to have to pay for all of these ops out of your own pocket. <laughs> like, just sticking it to her each and every time as much as possible. <laughs> Gavin is such a bitch. Yeah, he's great. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's, it's so great. I really love it. Especially, like, he walks in and he, and he like, taps the, <laughs> the, the chest of one of the guards. It was hilarious. Oh, Gavin. <laughs> Uh, all right, so back in the kitchen, Angel holds the water from Fred to interrogate her inner slug. What a dick! <laughs> it turns out that they're actually fleeing. They're trying to get away from the bringer of torment, agony, and death, the Destroyer, who has a grudge against Angel. Oh, I know who the Destroyer is! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Wow. Who? It's Angel's son. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, where's Gunn? He's getting Wesley. And Wesley is a bit of a wounded puppy, but uh, he changes his tune when Gunn uses the F word. Fred. <laughs> I wrote that down. Did you notice? It was amazing. Uh, did you notice Wesley's voice was very... Raspy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, dude, growing a beard over that scar is not a good idea. It needs to heal more. Mm. <laughs> that will that will get you ingrown hair, man, dude. You need to shave so around itchy. that scar. <laughs> um, he really wanted to live to see his friends and ex- explain his side, and but that didn't happen. And he says it's going to help, but don't ever come back. Hmm. Uh, so that's the last time we'll see Wesley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Fred starts cracking up, and not, not in the not in the humorous way. Uh, so Angel hands Fred off to Gru and Lauren to escape with, while Cordy stays with Angel to fight the slugs. Yeah, that double take mm-hmm. Gru makes. 
Mm-hmm. He knows the score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Gun gets uh, Gun ends up coming back, and uh, he gets Fred so hammered that she throws up all of her slug. These are the yeah. jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, things are looking worse in the kitchen. A slug is caught by Cordy, and when suddenly a light starts coming from inside her, brighter what? and brighter, till the entire she hotel turns into Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be a dark queen. Yeah. Um, Anybody else find Cordy super sexy when she was glowing full of power? Oh, Just yeah. Me? Okay. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> so is Lauren. What was going on is she was definitely the top in that relationship. <laughs> uh, okay. I love... I, I'm sorry if I still... <laughs> So anybody's quote, but Lawrence, Lawrence, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the power is so great that if you notice the, uh, it actually ends up turning the power back on in the hotel and all the lights are back on. So nobody has to go back on the, the switch. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Gru calls Cordy a goddess and Fred is back and Gunn tries to play it off like the alcohol was his idea. And then he says that he, he did what he had to do. Um, and then suddenly... A giant beast comes through the portal. Is that the destroyer? And then a young man drops down after it, points some weapon with three barrels at Angel, and says, Hi, Dad. What? Dun, dun, dun. Because, you know, he's been raised. Hold on. Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on. Just what? let it be. Let let them find oh, okay. out. Well, I mean, well, we talked about how, you know, the destroyer. Yeah. There, nothing's confirmed yet, Robin's Steph. Like, Shut up, Steph. Damn it, Steph. <laughs> you know, Destroyer hates Angel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, you know. And Cole slept with Connor. Don't we all have daddy yeah. issues? <laughs> but didn't he kill the Destroyer? He didn't turn into the Destroyer. No. They are ref- they're referencing Connor. Connor's the Destroyer. Yeah, but didn't Connor didn't Connor destroy the destroyer? No, when he, that thing when he, isn't the destroyer. Connor's the <laughs> oh, destroyer. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He destroys gotcha. demons Sorry. and things. Sorry, gotcha. This is what I want, Steph. <laughs> I want them to figure okay. it out. Sorry. Now look, there's an orange man shaking the hands of other men. Uh, walking down. Anyway, credits. Look at that sack of shit. Pray. What a sack of shit. Yeah, what a sack of shit. He's even shaped like a sack of shit, that sack of shit. He's fucking Connor? Kid. No. no. <laughs> the 45th president of the United Blurbs of uh, America. I refuse to look at him. I refuse he, to even say his name. I when, Whenever we're like talking about him, shit. I write DT in small, ca- small case. I can't even capitalize the, the letters. Not, it yeah, physically hurts my body. I will not call him by the title that he bought. With uh, Russia South. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, what's so scary is that Putin has a candidate in 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 uh, France that he's bankrolling. Like, what is mm-hmm. he doing buying up all the leaders of, you know, of the... Um, c- can I be frank with all of you? Hey, Frank. He's just, he's just doing what the United States government has been doing for 50 years. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, folks, but you guys have been... Ooh. 
puppet governments all over this planet for at least 50 that years. That would be fighting words. And maybe, you know, when it's the uh, shoes on the other foot, you don't like it so much. But, I had uh, no part in any of this, so. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm not saying you did. I'm just this guy, you know. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's just, no, let's, let's talk brass tacks here. Uh, having a foreign power influence another country's election is the handbook. The handbook can be found in the United States of America at the Library of Congress, okay? For copyright purposes. Nobody did it better than you guys. Manuel Noriega, case in point, that all of a sudden he got uppity and you guys went in and and had to defend people. It's, listen, it's old hat. It's the way a lot of countries did business and he's just decided that he thinks he can get away with doing it in the United States. It's kind of interesting from an outsider's perspective how this is just all comeuppance you know, but uh, yeah, uh, he's got a ton of money from oil. <laughs> There's lots of oil in Russia, guys. <laughs> he can get away with whatever the fuck he wants. Hey, they decriminalize domestic abuse. <laughs> they can get Our away with a lot of shit. Secretary of State is they a oil CEO. <laughs> they can get away with a lot of shit because they got cash and 90% of the population of the country south of mine thinks they have a shot at making it rich when they don't and they don't realize they're the poor motherfuckers who need to get together and socialize that's all i'm saying a political rant over (laughs) yeah the people Uh united will be distracted with survivor but survivor's so good guys they got returning players this season i haven't watched it three years i'm so happy no 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 you're missing out you see he said they came to they came to win that's true I love this episode so much, you guys. There was so much corniness, but I really liked it. I dug it. I was giving up on it. I really, really yeah. was. Because they had like... I, it was, I was cheese. Like, there was lots well, of cheese. The, the way they resolved it when Cordy kind of glowed in the dark, I was like, okay, I want to see more of this. And then the episode's ending. And I was like, they don't explain... And then, but it saved it with literally the last three seconds, obviously. Mm. But the way that they <laughs> they... No, seriously, the, the way that they resolved it, I was like, oh, I just wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just felt it was a little bit of a cop out of an ending. I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, and? <laughs> it's quick. How, how, did, how, did, how, did, how did she do that? Yeah. Can you explain? No. Nope. Anyways. And I was just like, <laughs> if they end the episode, like, that's it. And then next week, it's like back to the whole hump. Why is she going in the dark? Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> well... Don't say anything. Um, <laughs> no, don't say anything. Steph, I have to apologize. I, was, I, I feel bad about earlier. I haven't eat di- eaten dinner yet, you know, as I've told you before, and I apologize. I might have overreacted a bit. Please ta- tell whatever you want. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, this is a bottle episode, and, you know, when you're watching... Don't say it's a bottle! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's funny it's a bottle episode because there's lots of drinking from different bottles. <laughs> Water. Yeah. And, you know, when you're binge watching a show, bottle episodes are frustrating because you feel like oh, you're just... Th- yeah, because things don't move forward. Don't feel, yeah. But I have learned, I've, I've discovered that I really appreciate bottle, uh, you know, standalone episodes. And sometimes they're like my favorite of, you know, the whole series. And I love, I always look forward to seeing this episode. I always have, you know, fond memories of it. It's not entirely bottle though, because we do have. They do go to. I the, mean, they go uh, see Wesley. We yeah. we see. Uh, yeah, I mean Connors. 
back, apparently. The Destroyer. Mm-hmm. We do have some awesome Gavin and... Um, Lila. And, and Lila stuff. So, yeah, bottle, yes-ish. Because our, our, our characters don't really move along in any kind of mythology stuff. But it's... I don't know if an Angel episode can really be a bottle episode, yeah, if right. you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what made the made the show better was when it decided to drop the solving cases every week and have nothing relate to another and that that stuff of season one. It's I like this whole like one story thing. The, yeah, it's all mythology episodes, really. Where the uh, plot is happening to our characters, yeah, and not to other people. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so are we rating now or is, uh, are we doing quotes? Oh, uh, we usually do feedback. Oh shit. We have feedback. Yes. We have something from Ray. You want oh, to read it? I you... don't have access for some reason. Do you mind reading it? Sure. Um, Sorry. Hmm. I, I didn't change any passwords. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I think I'm having issues with my, uh, with my, um, internet phone. Oh, okay. Uh, Ray says, I really like this episode. I think it's underrated in the angel canon. The episode has a legitimately creepy horror movie vibe to it that I dig. And as I mentioned when I guessed last episode, um, I love Fred and I don't like to see her in danger. So that works for me as an emotional beat. <laughs> Having Wesley be the one to save Fred was a nice moment too. The CGI is pretty good, especially by Angel Sanders. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you a bit of trivia. Um, they were working for six weeks to perfect those uh, little slug creatures. Um, they looked so believable. They looked great. I had no issues with those. I didn't like that thing that, that transported with, uh, <laughs> with 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 the destroyer. That was uh-huh. lame. But my favorite special effects were when Fred's face all of a sudden started cracking. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. that was yeah. really really well done. That was really cool. Best makeup. Yeah, the angels. the really. Sure, I'm giving them an okay. Oscar. What? Yeah, well, just <laughs> like his the the guy Spivey's makeup. Spivey. Yeah. Spicy, spice, spicer. <laughs> uh, his makeup was really good, except they didn't do his eyes. And so when his eyes were closed, when he was knocked out, oh really? His eyes kind of stood out. He kind of looked like Donald Trump. Oh, that's the mistake. You know, how Donald <laughs> you God, can tell that... where his <sighs> yeah. I'm just gonna edit out every time that name is mentioned. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he goes on. Uh, something about the way that the monsters are clear and sort of slimy looking is creepy. Cordy uh-huh. using demon powers to save the day with three minutes left in the episode is maybe a little too convenient, but I can forgive it. It seems like you got the show- us ex machina. <laughs> yeah. I like I this is me talking. I personally like it because it's such like a what the f- what happened? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh-huh. it's a great you know, and there's as much to learn about Cordy because we ended another episode where she was just floating in the room. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> True. <laughs> um, and he says, it seems like the show never fully explains what Cordy gained by becoming part demon so that they can just use her powers whenever and however they need to without explaining it. Uh, I think that's because she, she doesn't really know what happened to her, right? Yeah. 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 And we haven't had a, Cordy figuring out all her powers episode. Right. And I agree, maybe on purpose so they can just have her <laughs> fill in blanks whenever they need her to. <laughs> but yeah. Well, we know that she can levitate, she has painless visions, and she can explode light. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, and Connor's back, and he looks like Pete Campbell, and he's clearly not great, Bob. That's a mad men quote. <laughs> uh, I'd give this episode about an eight out of ten, and hopefully you guys got my Mad Men references, Ray. Yep. Yeah, we got it. Thanks, Ray. What's a Mad Men? <laughs> um, John Hamm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and was there any- John Ham <laughs> turning as many Jewish and Muslim women onto ham as possible? <laughs> that joke is racist. Is <laughs> uh, there anything actually in the Facebook group? Uh, just Matt Asendorf uh, thinks that this is an underrated episode, and uh, oh, totally. oh, I asked why. You know, Charisma was gone. I, now I don't know how many episodes she was gone because you know it's taken us six months to record all these these few episodes. But uh, what are you talking about? But she was gone for you know while she Happy was gone. Happy New vacation. Year, everyone! <laughs> But Harold told Harold the knower of everything. She was on her honeymoon. She got married. Oh, and I was gonna say in this episode, is she pregnant? Because she does it. She's yeah. The outfit that she has on, it's like uh, anytime you know, someone yeah, anytime someone that hot is wearing who's used to wearing you're seeing wearing tight stuff. She's wearing she's a wearing flowy top. Things. I'm like ah, she's preggers. This is probably when she had her first kid. She's a large we'll trench coat on. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly carrying giant bags <laughs> yeah. and bouquets of flowers. All Why is Cordy always doing laundry? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. I have a, a, I have two books: an official Angel book and a one that was written by like a British uh, like TV critic. And uh, this episode, he actually said this was like the worst episode of the season. <laughs> I was just like, "What? I don't really? I don't get it. I don't get it." He just thought, "Well, the maybe the season's been really super great, yeah. and relatively speaking, it might be." But I, I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Uh, so, are we ready to rate then? It's re- it's rating time. Uh, Kim, you want to go first? Sure. Um. I enjoyed this episode. There was a couple of one-liners that got me chuckling. I, it felt like a formulaic angel episode. Um, not that that's a bad thing. However, I was kind of getting a little bored. And then, again, like I said, the the how the little slugs were defeated, taken care of, I was like, I wanted more of that. Um, again, I don't know how they can do that in 42 minutes. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I Let me rephrase that. I was kind of like, because I'm like, yeah, this is an angel episode. Yeah, okay, whatever. Ah. And then the last thirty seconds, one hundred percent saved it, redeemed it, if you will. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give it, um, and this is including the the ending. I'm going to give it seven out of ten WTFs because mm. that's what I screamed out <laughs> at the very end. Yay. I enjoyed this episode. There were moments where I rolled my eyes, and so I was a little bit... But uh, I enjoyed the episode. I'm with Kim. I think the way they solved their uh, jellyfish facehugger ripoff problem was lame. It would have been really great for them to go to the liquor store and buy all the liquor (laughs) and just try to flood the hotel with it. 
I was really kind of looking forward to something like that. But, you know, Goddess Ex Machina works too. Um, and with the Destroyer showing up at the end and saying, hi, Dad, and now me realizing it's Pete Campbell. Um, yeah. I'm giving, it makes it uh, even better. <laughs> I'm giving this episode 7 out of 10. Melania, blink twice if you're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh Steph? Like I said, this is one of my favorites, but uh you know, David Fury wrote this and I feel like David Fury works best with Buffy's tone. You know, Angel is supposed to be more grown up. Hey, I think David Fury is a little cheesy. I think that's the eye rolling moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think David uh Fury is a little bit too Silly for the Angel universe. Hmm. But but I still love this episode. And what I love is every show, every genre show has to do a, an episode like this one. Like a lot of times it's people trapped in a place and maybe they get possessed. <laughs> like I kept expecting these things to go from person to person. Or like I think that that's uh-huh. what I had my memory, my mem- my very first memory of this Watching this the first time, I thought that it went from person to person. And, you know, every show uh-huh. does that. So uh-huh. It's just one of those uh, topics, those uh, plots that it's kind of, you could do this with a lot of different shows. Uh-huh. But um, I give it 8 out of 10 secret hidden swimming pools. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, eight out of ten. Okay, I just realized that uh, David Fury, um, his last episode that he wrote was Disharmony, and uh, then there was Parting Gifts way back in I think season one, where Cordy discovers she has got visions. But uh, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. got he's got some good ones coming up. So, um, Mm. including probably probably like a top five Angel episode. Um, Oh, according to me. Um, okay, uh, first off, I want to again give a shout out to Gabby. Gabby, I wish you were still with us. You would have probably been like, holy shit, what the F, when you saw Pete Campbell fall out of this portal and kill this beast. And <laughs> it just would have just, I, 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 you know, I do hope she does get back to Angel and uh, nobody spoils it for her and she gets that surprise. Um, I also uh, am sad this week about Bill Paxton dying, and so it was uh, kind of touching that we got to watch something that's almost like an uh, like the movie Aliens, you know, with these all these little face suckers uh, roaming around the hotel. Um, yeah, I just uh, I always thought that the slugs are really creepy. Oh, by the way, the slugs are called slucks in the script, but I considered that obnoxious, so I just kept with slugs. <laughs> Slucks with a K, by the way. Um, like magic. Yeah, like magic. That ironically. <laughs> Go sluck yourself, David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Again, this is a great uh, haunted hotel episode. Every once in a while, we got kind of like a haunted hotel episode. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's a great up. I'm going to give it uh, eight out of ten. And thanks for this, Ray. Not great, Bob. <laughs> and that gives us an average of 7.5. 7. That's 5. awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's what we thought. You could always let us know what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail.com. 
You can follow us on Twitter at RedemptionCast. You can join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash PotentialCast. And um, we used to have a number, right? <laughs> I think it expired. <laughs> we we kind of gave up on that four years ago. Um, Just send us an MP3. RedemptionCast.blogspot.com for all the episodes and such. Uh, if you want to listen to previous seasons of the show, the seasons are available on their own RSS feeds through the website as well. Yeah. Hey. What's on the slate so. for next time? Oh, uh, that, it's this part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have 47 episodes left and three episodes left in season three. And the next Holy episode, moly. Yeah. The next episode's called A New World. Is it a whole new world? <laughs> Just a new world. A whole new world. It's, oh. it's not a, a different world from where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds exciting. Uh, predictions. Kim, what's your prediction for A New World? Oh, I don't know. I think we're going to see something about the vision Cordy had, how it's Gru and not uh, Angel. Oh, and, I um, remember that. <laughs> I think that's, that's all I got that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, that kid showed up. Um, I think you're <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, I, 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 I'm excited to see the next episode after the, the cliffhanger we got. Uh, it left me, it literally left me speechless. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. I would like to know why he's a teenager, um, how that's possible. Like, mm-hmm. is he time traveling or is he in a, <clears throat> or is he in a world where he just, Everything goes by ten times faster. Is he secretly Wesley? Oh God! Oh my God! (laughs) Is he time traveling Wesley? (laughs) So, I think um, I think we're in for some explaining. So I have two theories. Yes, please Uh, share. The Destroyer Connor transports everyone back with him, and they discover a new world, or his world. Yeah. Or uh, there's time travel involved, and we are taken back to when Angel was a navigator for the Spanish Navy and discovered the New World. <laughs> I kind of would like to see like an uh, an episode that's all Connor. That would be yeah, that'd be awesome. Like we see what happens when he left Earth the first oh, time. We see him being raised by Holtz and then killing Holtz and then fending for himself. <laughs> sure. That'd be awesome, actually. Yeah. Like an like an alternate one. It's just like it's one hundred percent just him. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome if that, that were cool. coming up sometime. Hopefully. Well, I predict that this destroyer is not actually Connor, but he's uh, Gozer, uh, and he's the destroyer, the destructor, um, and uh, it is his it is the coming of Zool. Are you a god? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Uh, all right Uh, that was a lot of fun thanks everybody thank you bye wait wait, we have quotes oh my gosh i totally forgot about quotes (laughs) it's been so long i'm out of practice i only have one can i go first yeah go ahead go angel you and i have fought side by side on more than one occasion fellow warriors shoulder to shoulder by now my counsel must assuredly hold weight so i beseech you to heed my words Pomegranate mist is the wrong color for this room. <laughs> oh, listen to mine. Listen to mine. This weapon will serve me better. A little big for our purposes, isn't it? I have no complaints. <laughs> My favorite where I literally, a world, 
because it's so in character for this person. <laughs> oh my god, we have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got Ebola or something. Is that a weapon forged in magic? No, forged in monkey poo. <laughs> Wonder Bar. <laughs> it's not a quote. I'm just saying. Purple. I like that. Wunderbar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Purple was a good a good one too. You can't purple? say purple, but you can say pomegranate. Yeah, purple. Another's <laughs> name. What? They glow in the dark. How's that supposed to help us unless we shut off the lights in the? Holy crap! You're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> It has vanished like the glass eels of the crag swamps in Uxenblog. Just making an observation. <laughs> Gru's great. They need to do more with Gru. Yeah, like the one-liners are very good and it, the characters are fl- so fleshed out now that every time you hear like a one-liner like that, you're like, you know exactly the character who would say it. So yeah. I, I like that we've come this far with these characters. Like even when, when um, oh my god. <laughs> What can I think of his friggin' name? Lauren? <laughs> talking about how great these... When Lauren, says, oh, when Lauren says angel face. Like, mm. just he throws it in, a, in the middle of, like, something he's saying. Like, that's so Lauren, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think it's endearing. I love it. <laughs> oh, I... Speaking of, I have, I have my last quote here. Truly, you are a goddess. Well, it's yeah. Eminus. It's way better than horns and a tail. Hey, standing right here. <laughs> standing right here. It's really great. <laughs> All right, guys, can we stop fanning now? <laughs> Move on. Yes. Right. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye. Namaste. See you later, crackers. <laughs> crackers. <laughs>